A word to the wise, formality has left the building, giving you the answers to life's questions that even your best friends would be too shy to offer. This is Snyder On Call with Ann Snyder and Julie Snyder. No relation. No topic is off limits, and even when they don't have an answer, you'll get an answer. Now, here are Julie Snyder and Ann Snyder. Hello and welcome to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are not related. We are not. We share the same last name and people often think we're related. But the truth is that we have worked together and been friends together for so long that probably between us have a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom. No one disputes. People have told us over the years that we're funny. Whatever that means. Yeah. Is that funny, weird, funny? Funny, <laughs> ha ha. Funny like a clown. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. People have said, you know, you're funny. You ought to, you, you gals ought to do stand up. And you know what? We're not made for stand up, no. are we, Ann? No, I can't be on my feet that long. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot to share, a lot of wisdom. And we have really discovered a podcast as a great outlet for all things Snyder. <laughs> All things Snyder. We also are doing this because we don't think women laugh enough. We think that women are really hard on themselves. Quite frankly, sometimes we're hard on each other. Yeah. And one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is because, ladies, you've got to laugh. You have forgotten how to laugh. You don't smile enough. Mm -hmm. We all need to just laugh and enjoy life because, you know what, we don't know when that train ride's going to end. We don't know when we're out of runway. We don't know when the ocean's going to boil for us. The day could come and... And we don't ever want to look in the rearview mirror and say, you know what? I wish I would have. So ladies, join us on the journey. Today, I am so excited. I mean, I've been talking too much, Ann. Let's, I mean, why don't you I, go I'm ahead? I'm on the edge up. of my seat. Like, I honestly, I could listen to you talk all day. I'm a student. I listen. I learn. I laugh. And I laugh some more. The one thing about being on a podcast that, unfortunately, our, our listeners don't get to experience is the way we affirm each other. Oh, pretty yeah. much, pretty <laughs> much. Studio. Yeah, like thumbs up. I mean, there's a lot up. of nodding. Oh. There's the affirmation that you get from a good friend. <laughs> yeah. You're never gonna get challenged. Right on. Right what, on. What man. good friend ever says no, or I don't think so, or <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you. Yeah. Not even in the vocabulary. Yeah. More affirmation comes out of this right. one hour. Wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Wind, Wind beneath <laughs> my wings. <laughs> Today is the beginning of probably a multiple part podcast series, and we're going to focus on the institution of marriage. In my mind, it plays out proposal engagement combo, then the actual event, and maybe some side events leading up to the big day, and then the happily ever after. What to expect when you're expecting happily ever after? What? (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, you know the old song, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby in the baby carriage, and and we endorse that order. I mean, I know there are a lot of people- We're not judging you. Well, we're not judging, but we think that that formula works. And I actually wrote down a number of topics. So, ladies, get out your Pinterest boards because we're going we're gonna to get on the, the dating and mating and engaging train. We're going to start with <laughs> dating, engagement, gift registries, Oy. showers, and I'm not talking the one that I take at the beach, rehearsal dinner, wedding, 
And that's a two-parter. Yeah. There's your service or the time in which the vows the actual are exchanged. ceremony. Yeah. Reception, the favors as you exit. Mm. And by the way, that reception is going to be a whole show. I mean, the yeah. food, the cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. hokey pokey. The most expensive hokey pokey you'll the ever worst. do. And end up hungry at 11 o'clock at night. The worst toasts from the, the <sighs> weeping drunk best men, many of whom pass out in the myth and honeymoon and let me tell you listeners whether you are a guest at a wedding whether you are a participant meaning your bride or groom or bride bride groom groom we don't judge no judgment or you are a supporting cast a supporting cast or you're a vendor you know big business good one a family member or the dreaded add-on guest. Add plus, plus one. The add-on guest, yeah. That, like, you have no idea why you're there. We all play a role in weddings. It's probably one of the most beloved, treasured institutions, not just in American culture, but globally. Everybody has a wedding journey. People love love. They love, they love, love. love. And with that, we're going to, I'm not going to even tell you what kind of music we're going to play in between, but we, Ann and I have been putting together the mix list. It's like, (laughs) like we're DJing a wedding. So stay tuned because we love, love. We love that it's June. We love that the brides are all getting ready to be guests or brides. It's a Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl. Well, stay tuned. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. We'll be right back. My first love, your every breath that I take, your every step I make. And I'm. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And today we are talking about phase one of relationship, the dating and subsequent engagement in any relationship. I love it. And I feel, Julie, like I dated my Mr. Snyder for like three and a half years. And and I lived with him in sin. I don't like it. For another year during which we got engaged. And I don't know this is as good as it gets or there's an expiration date on my love. But, like, I just feel I wasn't raised this way, but I wholeheartedly endorse the living together before you get married. And I know you have some feelings about that. Well, I think there is a distinction between dating and engagement versus dating, living together, and then at some eventual point we will likely get married. I am not here to judge, and I know times have changed. A couple of things. Demographically, Americans, at least, are getting married later in life. So the average age of a bride might have been 19 or 20, 30 years ago, and now the average age is around 25. And most people we know, their daughters are really not getting married until late 20s, early 30s. Absolutely. So I understand, given that evolution and revolution, that people might want to wait before they make that commitment. And between that dating and courtship time and getting engaged, you might want to live together. I got that. Oh, jeez. Kids screaming for me. Hang on. I want to share all my love with you. No one else. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. We were just talking before about whether you should live together before you get married. What What do you think about it? Ann's journey was, I would say, a long-term courtship. For sure. I would say a one year of let's test drive it. Pseudo-legal. And then I would say an engagement. When and how did Mr. Snyder LA you propose? Uh, I don't think I've ever heard this story. Oh, you'll have a stroke. <laughs> So after dating forever, we had never been to Walt Disney World. So, oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. I it's can't. horrifying. 
crying. I can't. So we went to Disney World oh, for God. his birthday. During that trip, we had gone to dinner at the California Grill at Contemporary Resort Hotel. And that is high atop the contemporary. Now, were and any it, Disney characters No, with there were you? no Disney characters. But as he, pl- as he tells the story back, when we checked in at the hotel and we were getting, I don't know if I was probably paying for the room or <laughs> you know, lugging the suitcases in, <laughs> he was talking to the concierge and he said, you know, hey, look, I'm going to get engaged to my girlfriend. What could you recommend? So the concierge, the hotel said they have a number of engagement packages. At, oh, at Walt Disney Pause World. just a minute. Everything, <laughs> everything at the mouse is a package. It's a package. Mm-hmm. So one of the options was. And, and by the way. <laughs> None of them are free. That's for sure. Thank you. So one of the options was if you had a dinner reservation or they could make a dinner reservation for you from one of their recommended locations, you could have the ring brought to you on a plate with flowers and will you marry me on the ta- on the plate with a silver dome, the whole bit. Another option was Prince Charming oh, could come cripe. to your, some location. And, and then what are you going to do, marry Prince Charming and, and, he, and leave he's leave gonna have your ring inside a glass slipper on a pillow and he's gonna either pass it off to your intended I don't even know how that worked because Pete Snyder knew that if that ever happened I would murder him (laughs) in cold blood and say no and say no we went to dinner at the California Grill and our reservation was for 830 because at 9 o'clock you could overlook the fireworks at the Magic Castle Cinderella's Magic Castle. No, thanks. Mm. So I just wanted good food, and the California girl was recommended us having good food. So we go, and he's sweating like a gorilla, and he excuses himself <laughs> to the men's room <laughs> after we order. And he comes back from the men's room, sweating, sweating, sweating. We had ordered our appetizer. We had ordered our dinner. He excuses himself to the washroom. He comes back sweating. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? He's having a heart attack. He's sitting next. He's sitting across from me. We're right at the window, just as he's like kind of sitting signaling to someone behind like I'm like what the hell is he calling the waiter over what's happening so then the waiter comes over and he puts our I'm on to him now like I know the jig is up so I'm like well what are you doing he's like I was just seeing if that was our appetizer so the waiter puts it down in front of me and it's a silver dome plate and he lifts it off and in chocolate sauce on this plate that's covered in flowers that says will you marry me and my ring is on a rose on the plate next thing I know Pete Snyder's Sweating like a gorilla on the floor next to me saying, wah, 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 wah. Like, I don't even know what the heck he's saying. Because I'm just saying, get up. Oh, my. What are you doing? Every goof. Did he go on his knees? She did. Every goofball. Listen, every goofball in the place are like, look, they're getting engaged. Oh, my God. Look it. And I'm, like, just yelling at Pete to get the hell up. Just as all that nonsense is happening, and I'm devastated that when they lifted the dome, it's not my pork tenderloin appetizer. Over the loudspeaker, you get, ladies and gentlemen, Walt Disney World is proud to announce the evening fireworks spectacular. Please direct your attention to Cinderella's Magic Castle. So, like, that nonsense is happening outside the window. Pete Snyder on the floor in a pool of his own perspiration. He can't get up now, man. Now, I've already, I've already ripped the ring off the flower, jammed it on my fat, stubby finger, and said, oh, yeah. yeah, what's that? So I said, get up. Get up, you're Like, I was so mean. And he'll tell everyone to this day, 17 years in, how mean I was when we got engaged. <laughs> well, you can't And that go- should have been a sign. Uh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't go to an amusement park and propose unless you know you're going to be center of attention. I did not know I was getting engaged. I thought I was going to take an overgrown child for his birthday. <laughs> Alas, the joke was on me. Well, I mean, we still have, is. We have a lot more to say, but you know what? I mean, I we got to take a break and get back to the music mix. So, yeah, oh, uh, that's right. for all of you that are thinking of where to possibly stage or pose an engagement, I'm going to give you two thumbs down to the mouse. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. She's judging. She's judging. Oh, there you go. I, I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Answer. <laughs> Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are talking all things brides and engagement and falling in love. 
And we have such a loyal listener who, when she heard that June was going to be Month of Brides, she messaged us and said, I've got to come in studio because I've got an engagement story. See, now, I dig it because, like, that lends a little street cred to what we got going on here with the podcast. You know how on Hit Radio they have listeners who bring them stuff? Our loyal listener brought us some pastries. I she brought it. us a pastry to go it. with the coffee. She knows us. This is Darlene. And how you doing, Dar? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. Now, you are a gal who's in love. So <laughs> I know you've got an amazing engagement story. Let's I have a Let's funny engagement story. All right. <laughs> so I was a really old bride. More no, ma- no, Let's not say <laughs> old. Let's out. say mature. I was a mature bride. First and time bride? First time bride, even Love though it. I had a child and um, my now husband had a child. So and we... was it his first marriage? Oh, no, no, no. It was his third marriage. Awesome. Awesome. But my first marriage. <laughs> Three's the lucky number. <laughs> Continue. So we actually, even though we both lived in Buffalo for a long time, met in Boston, Massachusetts on Cinco de Mayo. So we had a very slow courtship because um, I really didn't want my son to get hurt, and he didn't want his son to get hurt, so we were trying to be gentle about the children. Fast forward, I think, two or three years. Our, I guess it was our third anniversary came up. We happened to be in Chicago, and he had to leave, catch a flight at 5 o'clock in the morning. Were you living in Chicago? No, we were living in Buffalo. Okay, got it. In separate residences. Got it. We never did the test run. Uh, Julie, you'd be so proud. <laughs> now, did he have to catch a flight out of O'Hare or Midway? Irrelevant. I don't remember. Probably <laughs> O'Hare. Irrelevant. <laughs> I'm showing my Midwest credibility. <laughs> okay. Continue, darling. Apparently, the story goes, which I do not recall. We never do. Approximately <laughs> 3.45 in the morning. Shapers. <laughs> he woke me up and... So he claims that he proposed and I accepted. Do you feel like there's some strategy in that? Like, I'm going to wake her up, catch her off guard. I'm going to ask her. So if she says yes, I'm. that's great. If she says no, it was a bad dream. Like, I, What are you feeling? You know, I have to say that we'll be married five years in October, All and right. I've insisted that he get down on one knee At like some your point. husband did. Oh, gosh. Um, just that I, you know, I have that memory in my mind. Now, did he, like, leave a ring on the pillow, or was there an IOU on an engage or taste symbol? Well, I woke up with the ring on my finger. So it must, wow. be, it must be legit. <laughs> it must be legit. What's that movie about when they go to Vegas and they wake up and the one guy's married? What's it? Honeymoon in oh, Vegas? Uh, honeymoon in Vegas? No. no. What's the uh, one? The Hangover. The Hangover. Oh. The hangover. <laughs> and we had been out partying the night before, so wow. you know there's some oh there's gosh. something to that. <laughs> but you've been married five years, right? We've been married five years in October. So since you're guest in studio and you came with pastry. <laughs> what advice would you give to people that are getting ready to get married? Give, Let's get a nugget of wisdom from Darlene. Let's do it. Well, I will say that the reason that he did it that day is because he wanted to have it on the anniversary of the day we met. So oh. I have to give him kudos for that because that was really very sweet that he wanted that to be the story, that we met that day, we were engaged that day. So that yes. was very sweet. I actually am really glad that we never lived together. I made that choice because I had a young child and I just didn't want to set an example for him that I, I didn't want him to follow. Mixed message. Right. (laughs) So, but I think the best advice would be that it's supposed to be a beautiful, fun day. And I see so many brides that place emphasis on things that are really not what the marriage is supposed to be about. A wedding is one day. A marriage is a lifetime. It is. And the wedding is beautiful. And I loved my wedding. And I think it was gorgeous memories. But I I speak to some brides that are just so caught up in the politics of their wedding Mm, or the drama of their wedding or what they do and don't want from their in-laws that they forget about the fact that this is supposed to be about the union of two lives. Mm. So I I would just say, you know, focusing on really what this moment in time is supposed to be. It's just the beginning of the rest of your life. Darlene, keeping it real. I mean, she keeps it so You girls are the funny real. ones. I won't give her wow. real credit. I mean, does that count as math? <laughs> Woo! I mean, wow, that was real serious. But right. you know what? I agree completely. The minute you get that ring, get ready, because you're getting on the roller coaster, mm-hmm. and you're going to take a ride. But ultimately, that ride's going to bring you right back to where you started, which is with that person. And that's really the beginning of your life. I do I, like the, I, I, I I do love. like the introduction 
section of the topic like brides behaving badly or brides gone wild. I do agree. Some of these broads go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. The minute they get the ring on their finger, they break out the binder. (laughs) It's all All this crap that they've been keeping on record since high school of how it's going to be. I mean, ladies, please. All right. Well, we've got a lot more to cover, which is why we know we're going to go into multiple podcasts. This will not fit into, this is not going to be like like an evolution. I mean, who knows? By the end of the month, we might even have that kook on from Say Yes to the Dress doing like a (laughs) studio visit with pastry. I I have some opinion about wedding dress. Nice. All right. Well, we've got a lot more to cover. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Many thanks to Darlene. She came. She was seen. (laughs) (laughs) This is Snyder on call. We'll be right back. On call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And today we are talking about engagement and the impending nuptials. And one super fun part of the whole engagement process, Julie, is registering for gifts, going to your favorite stores and places, essentially creating a wish list. What might you need with your beloved to start out your happily ever after? Well, this is a fabulous tradition that is really rooted in olden days when brides and grooms were very young and most oftentimes went straight from their parents' home into their own first place together. And they really had literally nothing to stock that home. So a bridal registry was the way in which uh, an engaged couple, usually under the auspices of the mother of the bride, Mm -hmm. would assemble a list. Now, all the bridal magazines and websites and publications have these suggested starter lists for brides. Practical items necessary to establish your first starter home. And in addition to those functional items, a wedding also creates a unique opportunity for a person to really think about investment pieces, heirloom pieces, if you will, things that as a result of being in union with this other person, you're going to have these shared treasures. The most obvious and common and traditional are the formal china, the formal silver, the formal stemware, and the formal service pieces that would be used by the new couple well into their married lives to entertain and serve formal dinners and meals. Now, you and I came from that era. Now, I know when I got married, I registered for all of that. And I know when you got married the the first time. Both times. Both Sorry. times. You registered for all of that. And, I, and I'm going to tell you why I did it the second time. But anyway, well, yes, um, I did. Without, I feel, without apology. I feel, though, now with the Gen Xers and the Generation Y and millennials, I, I, the millennials, they getting crazy. They are registering the most indulgent, ridiculous stuff that they feel they need to start out their married life with. Well, I don't even think it's their married life, Anne, because I have borne witness, if you will, to a few registries where I thought, oh, sure, it was a joke. Like, somebody is punking me <laughs> that this this could not possibly be Jolene and David's wedding registry. For example. For example, I recently, well, there's all sorts of things. I mean, I, I have so much to say well, about I, this. Like, I'll say, like, when one, I of my cousins, when one of my cousins got married, you know, I'm not opposed to people registering for luggage, because, you know, maybe you don't have luggage. But, like, you really feel you need, like, the Louis Vuitton luggage? <laughs> Like, that to me is just nutso. I have seen bridal registries that have left me stricken. And um, Sex in the City box tape, like this box set. I mean, who needs it? An Xbox. Right, right, right. <laughs> what? Huh? A, a laptop. Right. I'm all about the Le Creuset big pot that I got to cook all my favorite meals in. His and her iPads. What? Who? Uh, huh? huh? A honey fund set up so that I can buy the bride and groom cocktails on the first night of their honeymoon. I'm not doing that. You know what? I'm, I'm not done. doing that. And this is the reality. I know everybody, quote, wants cash. 
And guess what? Not everybody, i.e. LMA, has <laughs> cash. <laughs> And right. it's, it's real hard Not for everybody's liquid. With Not everybody's liquid. Yeah, we got to go to Macy's. I want to get you your items that you want and you need to have a household and that someday I might come over for a cocktail. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. Hang on. I got a pause. I, mean, I got pause. <laughs> to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. And we just cannot even, we've got to keep talking about the wedding registry, the bridal registry. And let's just say a registry is important because there are wedding showers. There are people that will bring a gift to the wedding. There are out-of-town friends and family who may not be able to make it to the wedding, but will want to go ahead and order something. There are brides and grooms who live in other zip codes, separate and apart from where the wedding may be held. So ordering online, ordering through a shared bridal website, or a national retailer such as my beloved, where I say I do every day, Macy's. (laughs) I mean, there's something to be said about a registry. And let's just talk a little bit. Yes, it is so fabulous. This is the deal, guys. And I, I'm, I'm going to, now I'm going to talk about socioeconomics. Don't take us there. If you or your parents or your grandparents or you are from what I call these legacy families where there are legacy dollars laying around, I'm not talking necessarily trust fund, but I'm just saying, If you are middle class, upper middle class, this isn't going to sound right, but I'm just going to say it. They want to see traditional options given for the bride and groom for gift giving. True. And I hear from young people nowadays, well, we're not very formal or we're just, you know. We're not going to register for China. That's not who we are. You know what? Go do 12 place settings at Kate Spade and be done with it. Just see what you get. Register four sets of Waterford Crystal candlesticks. Highball. Wine glass. Yeah. <laughs> just go and bloody do it. Just do it. And you know For the what? Lo- I'm begging you to do it because I don't want to hear my mother yelling at me about your registry. <laughs> how, why don't you have any highball glasses? And I got news for you. I'm not buying you the box set of Mad Men, even if it's in your registry. I'm not buying you an Xbox gaming no, system. No, I'm not. I'm not buying you iPhones or iPads. And no disrespect, but I'm not contributing to your honeymoon when I haven't been out of the zip code in 18 months. So please, go and spend time at an uprighteous retailer. Be thoughtful about what you're registering. Do not register things that you can get at a grocery store. I'm not buying you cleaning supplies. I'm not. I'm not. Mm. Take it to the next level. And even if that's not, quote, who you are. Just do it to keep your mom and her friends and your grandparents off your back. <laughs> Don't let this be the hill you're going to die on. Well, it makes me so happy now. And I mean, I have been married. Uh, I forget how long have I been married to? Well, first current, time. No, oh, sorry, current, oh, to Mr. Tampla. Yeah, I think 12 years. Nothing, nothing gives us more pleasure than when we have two or three couples over, have a beautiful dinner, have the linens out, and have all that beautiful wedding china out. Even sometimes Sunday supper when we have no company, we just do it and it feels so great. Mm-hmm. So it does make a statement about the importance of gathering a table, breaking bread with friends and family, and I do love it. Now, speaking of the financial spectrum, oh, there geez. are individuals... <laughs> I just let me finish. There are individuals who are at a point in their life journey where they do not want nor need for anything material on this earth. For sure. They have already funded, purchased, equipped not one, sometimes two or mm. three households. And they're merging all that together. Their income level is such that they really would not be comfortable having friends give them gifts. And in those instances, Snyder on Call strongly endorses, in lieu of gifts, designate your favorite philanthropic cause. I love it. Love it. I love it. Doctors Without Borders, 
Feed the Children, Wounded Warrior, Mental Illness, SPCA. We love that idea. And I will tell you, even in that instance, you are still providing guidance to your guests as to what they may elect to celebrate and appropriately make a landmark of your landmark wedding. We understand that there are many options. Uh, We are not multicultural experts because I think there may be traditions from other faith journeys that I am not aware of. But for now, what Snyder on Call endorses is I like the Lennox. (laughs) I like the Waterford. And I like a charity. That's right. That's right. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're talking all things wedding. And one of the things about a wedding is what are you going to wear as the wedding guest, Ann? Well, that's a real debacle usually. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in my old age, I've really gone fancy pants with fancy top. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be spanked and yanked and can't even wrestle a gator and put on the hose. Control top. Nobody's looking at me. Exactly. First of all, no one is looking at you. What? (laughs) (laughs) For me to say, not you. No, I mean you personally. (laughs) Unless you're a member of the bride or the groom's family or wedding party. Mm-hmm. A wedding is not about you. You are intentionally there to be in the supporting role. Right. Blend you, in the background. Don't steal the don't steal the eye. Audience member. Right. Don't wear a loud plaid. Don't wear a big hat. Don't show up in <laughs> stupid shoes that you can't walk in. Oh yeah, that's I've seen that. I've seen the young girls. I mean, when they get escorted down the aisle by Lumpy Rutherford, the kid's, the bride's cousin. Or his fraternity brother. I mean, they can't even walk in those shoes. I do think that when you think about what to wear to a wedding, I know that there are some old school rules that you should never wear white to a wedding. You should never wear black to a wedding. But I would say, Anne, that those rules have changed so much because you actually now have weddings where they're themed weddings. Oh, jeez. They're white weddings. They're black weddings. They're black tie weddings. They're luau weddings, destination weddings. If you're on the beach, you are not going to be wearing a St. John knit suit. True or a Chanel. You just are not. You're going to be in a flip-flopper tee. You're going to have a sunscreen or tee. A and linen dress. If I'm going to a beach wedding, I want bug spray. <laughs> and I want As much I want as it now. pains me to even get invited or think about going anywhere where, quote, black dresses are not allowed or permitted, mm. something about a beach wedding rubbed me the wrong way, too. Mm. Like, uh well, it, it is important to think about what to wear. And I will say this, gentlemen, not that any of them are listening. I mean, I'm just talking to the cloud. <laughs> Ladies, if you have the opportunity to attend a wedding with a gentleman, you must provide guidance. You must make sure they are wearing a shirt that is starched and pressed. You must make sure they are wearing a tie that is at least seasonally appropriate. And what that means is you're not going to go with daisies on a tie for a winter wedding, and you're not going to wear that tartan plaid tie that your dad gave you to a summer wedding. It's so true. And no disrespect to the men's warehouse, buy one, get one on the men's suits. But if you could ensure that your date, escort, spouse, boyfriend, brother, or son invests in a suit that fits. It will pay you back in spades. A sport coat that is well tailored, that is not missing any buttons, that doesn't have a stain on it. A pant length that is hemmed appropriate to the size of the man. These things are very important. Very important. So, I mean, we've got, we're going to have to put up some pictures on Snyder on Call Facebook page just to show you what you should and should not wear to the wedding. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Let's celebrate. There's a party going on right here. A celebration to last throughout the years. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We gon' celebrate your party with you. 
understand you went to a wedding yesterday. I let's did. talk a little bit about that, and let's let's just issue a disclaimer. Yeah, no uh, offense to anyone who might be offended. <laughs> Anne and I are what we call multicultural, multi-ethnic. We are a little bit of a mixed bag. So before you think that we're judging or making gross generalizations about any specific ethnicity, understand that we are completely uneducated. And probably <laughs> some of our DNA includes virtually every racial and ethnic pool available on this planet. So from there, we're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about what happened at the wedding. So I go to a wedding last night, and the best way to describe it is a cross between an episode of The Sopranos, an episode of Goodfellas, and all the outtakes from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> I was shocked, nay, horrified to see how many colors of dress shirts were really in the rainbow spectrum <laughs> and ties to match tone on tone. Tone on tone. There I was a lot it. of high hair. There was a lot of hairspray. There was a lot of teasery and tweezery. And that was <laughs> just the fellas. <laughs> All I can say um. is... Uh, the more chest hair and the more cleavage that was shown on the fellas, it was off the hook. Well, thank goodness there was no chest hair on the ladies. And My well, gosh. Apparently, well, unbeknownst to me, it is now very fashionable to show just a little bit of butt cheek because that's how long your skirt is. What? Not for me. It was just too much. Oh, it was too much. They went from Dean Martin to I Like Big Butts right on back to the Tarantino. The music? Oh, it ran the gamut. It ran the gamut. No. It was I Will Survive. It was We Are Family. We Are Family. <laughs> it was Celebration. And I, I will tell you that when the cookies went out at 11 o'clock, it was like famine relief. People running to the hall for the Gucci Daddy and the Pitzel and the thumbprint cookie. What about the ganoli? The ganoles were out, and all the hens that made the delicacies were out seeing whose were getting more play. Oh, yeah. It was taking a time. It was if ridiculous. You will. Let's talk about the bride. Let's talk about the bride. She's a doll, a doll, and she's such a delight. She probably weighs about 105 pounds, but last night with all the beads on the dress, she went 220. Oh, and I, that's a heavy I like dress. A I like a big bride. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the hair was high. The dress was tight. The earrings were gigantic. How many handkerchiefs did the groom go through? I, he went through quite a lot, and there was quite... The speech-making was an epic proportion. The maid of honor's crying. The groomsmen are crying. Then the father of the bride gets up, and he's crying. Was there a daddy's little girl dance? There's, I couldn't even tell you the name of it, but it was totally random was something country and western. Did you get to dance with your husband? I danced one dance with my husband. I threw out my back, and that's all <laughs> she wrote. I, it was not a fast dance. It was a slow dance. Hello. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Two hearts that beat as one Our lives have just begun Snyder on call. I'm Ann Snyder. I'm Julie Snyder, and we're here for women. We are here to talk things through. We're here to offer our oversight, our judgment, our insight, wisdom. our wisdom, our thoughts, our prayers, our tears, <laughs> uh, and sometimes the cruel reality. reality. So last <laughs> night, what I thought we ended up doing was going to a wedding reception, but um, unbeknownst to me, it was just a family reunion, and we were the crashers. We were at the outermost table. We might as well, they might as well put us outside. It's the obligatory office table. <gasps> the colleagues and co-workers but I didn't care because the food was great the wine was great you were probably the best dressed monkey there right because I know you like to attend every wedding like you is the bride <laughs> or, or mother of the bride or mother of the bride <laughs> I wore a black dress with pearls actually I was uniform I actually wore two beautiful outfits yesterday at 1 30 we were at the wedding mass and to that I wore a beautiful navy with a hot pink stripe hot Sleeveless with a jacket, with pearls. We made PJ go to the wedding. 
Why? Because it counts as church. That was at one thirty. Way to get it. We were very well dressed for the wedding. <laughs> That's Vatican too. <laughs> So then we came back after the, the service. We were all asked to wait outside where the wind chill factor was about 30 below zero. Now that could only mean one thing. Bubbles. That's bubbles. <laughs> that's dove release. That's butterfly flyby. That, that ain't nothing you need to be part of. I wanted to go get Jingle in the car. bells. I wanted to go get in the car. But Philip felt we needed to be there. Why? Because right past the canopy of bubbles was a <laughs> white Rolls Royce. That was really worthy. I saw that guy yesterday driving around town. Mm-hmm. So the white Rolls Royce with, what are they called? White wall tires. <laughs> well, imagine that. They drove by <laughs> and PJ like couldn't believe it. Philip's like, PJ, get in the picture. Put your, I said, Philip, don't touch the car. He wanted to sit PJ on the hood of oh, the Rolls Royce while we're waiting for the bride and groom to come out. So that, not so good. We uh, Then we went home. And then you have the dreaded three hours of what do you do? Let's you're in call your it church downtime. <laughs> you're not going for the photo shoot. No. So you're driving around. Full hair and makeup. Full hair and makeup. What did we do? We went and got a hot dog. Why wouldn't you? Because nothing says pearl necklace <laughs> and black cocktail dress like one loaded. So then our son had a great, uh, uh, what I call the invitation, too good to refuse, the Saturday night sleepover. <sighs> So we went for Saturday night sleepover. After that drop off, we looked at each other and we were like, we have two more hours. What are we going to do? And my husband said, <laughs> no, we I- killed an hour with the hot dog <laughs> and the sleepover. Philip said, I- I'm going to go home and I'm taking a nap. That's and a thing, I mean, literally, yeah. he went home and I walked the dog and I came upstairs in. In had- full hair and makeup, yeah. you're walking that he dog. He had college football on. He was out like a light. You got to check for a pulse. Yeah. And I said, you better wake up, honey, honey, you better wake up. Sure enough, he finally did wake up, and off we went. And only for me to tell him he was not going to wear his rumpled that he does shirt. His, yeah. his night shirt. He said his night <laughs> his nighty. His night. I said, sweetie, you've got to put on a fresh press. Oh, this is good. He said, I'll, I'll have the jacket on the whole night. Oh, I said, cut it out. So I put on my black dress right, costume with, change. with the Wilma Flintstone pearls, right. ran a brush through my hair, a little bit of hairspray, aqua nuts, And a super pink hold. lipstick, good to go. Pink lipstick, and we went for part two and, uh, and got home early. Now, is that like, what are they serving there? A sit-down dinner? You're getting like a they buffet? Had You're getting a family stuff? Past hors d'oeuvres in a very crowded, mm. crowded room. The lamb chop, mm. which is always awkward. Mm. I mean, you're to eat it finger food but you're really non on a bone right but if i'm cutting a check i'm not i want beef i don't want baba black sheep no. i want me a meat and potato <laughs> that was the appetizer oh and then they had little <laughs> cups cappuccino cups of lobster bisque mm. and then they had dumplings i mean these were all passed yeah. and uh, mr snyder still waiting at the bar so for this his isn't at your drink. knights of columbus this is no. like a banquet facility no, this is not even a banquet facility this is what they call a five-star boutique hotel mm. so then after appetizers we were chimed up or gonged up or <clears throat> cowbelled up the <laughs> stairs from the lower level to the main level of this beautiful boutique hotel where we had a sit-down dinner and it was delightful I'm going to give you one tip. When you have the opportunity at a nice wedding reception to order the vegetarian, I'm going to tell you, go for it. Really? Because even though the people at the table enjoyed the bacon-wrapped filet mignon, paper-encrusted sea bass, which I never understood why, Mm -hmm. what do you do with that paper? The dynamic duo. (laughs) (laughs) I went with the vegetarian, and do you know what it was? It was sliced eggplant Mm -hmm. that had been breaded fried, covered, and baked with a mozzarella cheese. Ain't nothing wrong with that. A little side of a false succotash, if you will. Mm -mm. A little corn. Like a root vegetable gone wild. It was delightful. I always like to order the vegetarian occasionally because in my sick little twisted mind, I'm of the opinion that they're making my entree fresh because like not everybody there getting the vegetarian. And then they're going to make her fresh up in the back. And then the dessert was actually a dessert bar. Mm-hmm. There were more. cheesecake squares dipped in milk chocolate. You had me at hello. There was white cake with a white buttercream. And I mean white. I don't mean yellow. And I don't mean beige. Mm-hmm. There were scoops of chocolate fudge ice cream surrounded by marshmallows. Don't knock it till you try it. Mm-hmm. Coffee. 
espresso, decaf. I went for the decaf because I need to go to sleep after I eat these 3,000 oh, well, yeah. desserts. I mean, you got to lay flat for a little bit. It was delicious. Wow. wow. So anyway. Good times had by all. all uh, by all. But I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. Welcome back. We were just, I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we were just talking because we were we were laughing coming into studio about all the different age ranges now that are getting married. And we always hear about the cougar brides and the cougar this. And Ann goes, you know, Julie, I heard about something that, <laughs> what's it called, Ann? It's called Someone told me recently while surfing on the old TV Squawk Box, they came across a show called Granny Lovers. <laughs> so it's like a 30-year-old guy like in his prime date 80-year-old granny and like in love with her and like loves to love her. <laughs> Physically, well, mentally, called, all no, of it. I mean, it's called a nurse or a purse. I mean, that's, that, that's no granny lover. But I, so I said, Ann, let's go ahead and what is granny lover? So she goes, Well, I don't know. I just keep hearing, you know, this friend was talking about. It. I said, Well, Google it so that we can go on air. We'll, we'll know what we're we talking about. We want to be knowledgeable. It turns out. I mean, it I, turns out that granny <laughs> lovers, those who are loving grannies, it's like a whole sector of like filthy porn. I can't take it. it is like young guys and grannies oh, like getting it stop, on. Stop right now. Now caught it out. <laughs> it's awful. I can't imagine. Because uh, I thought it was going to be like, what was that show with Maude and... Um, Golden Girls. <laughs> it's not like Golden Girls. It's like raunchy it's, granny it's like corno. It's like Golden Portable. Well, we don't like... we, you know. But this, how is that different than the teaser for the gazer? Well, the teaser for the gazer segment, I don't know if we have that on, but I won't put teaser for gazer. We're going to find that cut and bring that That's on. That's when there's like a real old coot guy, like a real old gaze, and he's got like a... <laughs> young sassy gal friend and she just teasing him with all her decolletage and her tight dress and leather pant and such and letting him spend all his money on her she's just teasing him because you know if pappy viagra get going like he gonna code (laughs) and the only reason why we're talking about this is because if you have ever been to a wedding where there is always what I call the inappropriate guest. Uncle Wiggly brought (laughs) fill in the blank. Uncle Doug brought his girlfriend, Crystal. (laughs) Crystal Stripper, she working down at the Piggly Wiggly during the day, but she getting Piggly Wiggly and Jiggly (laughs) after dark. I have been to so many weddings where after a few drinks, all the guys are in one corner and they're all looking at the same guest and all the women are in another corner and they're all looking at the and same guest. And it's usually Crystal. And it's where everybody's convinced. Can that you believe it's it? Prostitute. It's Look at her girl. dress. Oh, no. There's How much no do you think way. he paid? Escort And service. Uncle Doug's ex-wife, Aunt <laughs> Sylvia, is usually there with her daughter in a sensible sky blue dress with beading and a sandal. It's awful. I love it. I love it. And you know what else I love? Tell me. I love on that gypsy wedding when they all get into fights. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, God. We we better go. I, I, I'm getting overloaded. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. I mean, Ann, we've gotten through yet another podcast. Hard to believe how fast this time flies. Well, it flies by because we literally are just having a conversation, enjoying each other, and spouting words of wisdom, truly. (laughs) Certainly for you and I. Oh, yeah. And I think that one of the reasons why we are doing Snyder on Call is to really let women know that they should take time for themselves take time to laugh. We continue to really encourage women to laugh. We encourage women to find your voice. We encourage women to show kindness to one another and to really respect the great gift that we have, which is the gift of unconditional love. Let's show it to each other. Mm -hmm. Let's show it when we meet and greet our dear friends. And please stay tuned. We've had so much fun doing this podcast. We're going to keep doing it. Let other women know and tune in again. 
We'll be back real soon with Snyder on Call. And I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And make it a great day. Just begun to get our share of this world.